This episode of the Golf IQ podcast is presented by Empower. Take control of your financial future and empower what's next. Hey, golf fans. If you have money questions, Empower is here to tee them up, get you answers, and help keep your finances out of the rough. Plus, with the free Empower personal dashboard, you can link your accounts to see your net worth, plan for retirement, create budgets, and lots more. It's time to take control of your financial future and empower what's next. Find precision in your money game at empower.com and get your free Empower personal dashboard today. All right, so Marty, part two of our special mini-series of college golf podcast episodes here is to talk about what college golfers should do once they get to college. They're on a college team. They've gone through the recruiting process. They're showing up at campus. What should they expect and how can they thrive in the kind of college golf scene? So I guess I'll just ask you the same question I asked you last time, which is when a college golfer comes to you looking for advice, what what is the first thing you tell them? I think your best advice is to talk to other college golfers that are there or have done it um, recently maybe within like the last five-ish, 10-ish years. Um, You know, things change quickly, but the best way to learn is by talking to somebody who's experienced it and can give you kind of that hindsight advice. Um, Talking to somebody who's going through it in the moment as well, like they're going to have great tips for freshmen. So I think just talking to people that have played college golf are playing college golf um, and make sure that they're doing something like, if you're interested in majoring in like business, maybe talk to somebody who did business as well, because they might have more insight into the academic portion. Um, additionally, what about yourself? I mean, you talked to all these players for your story um, who talked about, you know, what they did when they were in college to really be successful. Yeah, it's it's funny because when I was asking players, I, I'm not really sure what I was expecting them to say, but I feel like the answers I got were kind of surprising they weren't quite what i expected so basically what i did i just i went down to memphis the pg tour the fedex sent you down there i just spent the day just like chatting with players asking them about what their advice would be to college golfers and one of the big things that they said was that you're going to be out of your comfort zone you're going to be uncomfortable but you need to learn to manage your time that's like the number one skill for college golfers um is and the ones who are successful is that you're going to have to understand that you have a limited amount of time and you're going to have way too much to do and there are basically three buckets or three plates that you're going to need to keep spinning having a relatively normal and fun social life you're going to have to keep your academics in order and you're going to obviously have to play college golf and you can really only do like two of those three things at a time, you you know, yeah. like, and, and basically you're, there are going to be times when you're going to have to sacrifice some golf to keep your grades in order so you can stay eligible um, and set yourself up for a good career. There are going to be times when you're going to need to say no to the, the party or the hangout or whatever you've got planned and you really want to go to because you've got a college golf situation, got qualifying the next day. And so there are things you can do like balancing your time scheduling out being a little more organized college is the time when you learn all those skills but just understand that you're going to be in a constant race for figuring out how to do more than you can with like too little time on your hands and so scheduling all that stuff and 
and being willing to make sacrifices and knowing when to make those sacrifices in each of those areas is just a huge, huge skill that you're going to have to learn. Yeah. I would also ask, did any of the players that you spoke to, did any of them talk about how it's difficult to be friends with people on your team, but also compete with them, right? Because these aren't people that you, when you come into college, you haven't developed this like relationship with them yet. So it might be hard to be the incoming freshman and still be like nice, but on the course you have to be a little bit tough. And, you know, did any of them talk about that? Yeah, it's 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 funny. It, I feel like team. I don't know how it was on your team, Maddie. I, I, there's always some element of team drama, right? Like there's always some tension because, especially when you're the freshman, like no one quite knows who you are, no one quite knows how good you are, and you're obviously trying to like displace some people in the five, right? Yeah. Um, but then also there's this. I always thought it was like almost like a brother sister dynamic with some of your teammates, right? Because you you spend all your time around them. I mean, for me, especially in the early days of college, like I wasn't a member of a frat or anything. I was on the golf team, right? So all my friends were on the golf team, the same guys I was friends with, I was also competing with. So, you know, it's in some ways it can be like a bit of a love-hate relationship there. Um, And one thing that I found interesting that Colin Morikawa said is that even though he loves, you know, he was friends with his teammates, he was also constantly trying to look at what his teammates did well and figure out how he can do it just as well as them. You know, so he almost like tried to look at it as an opportunity of being like, you know, when I'm never going to really be able to practice in close quarters with this many like good players about my skill level um, again. So I'm going to take this opportunity to like learn from them. Like be friends with them off the golf course, but when I'm on there, just try to like compete with them and really embrace like learning. What are they doing well? How can I do it just as well? Because once you get on the PGA Tour, it's a pretty solitary experience for a guy like Colin Morikel, right? He does his own thing. But in college, you're surrounded by a group of guys. You're all trying to get better. So, you know, do a little bit of spying sort of thing on their own game. Figure out what they do well and how they do it and take that opportunity to learn from them. Yeah, it's funny that uh, Colin said that because the head coach at um, Vanderbilt, the men's head coach, um, Scott Limbaugh, he uh, actually mentioned that, you know, when you get around good players, when you get around good coaches, that's when you really skyrocket. So for a lot of these players that are coming in, it is just the ground floor, right? Like you're really good going into college, but you have so much room to grow. And I think that's great advice to pay attention to your teammates and see what you can learn from them. Uh, yeah, right. And like, and like, lean into it. You know, like if you're going to be friends with them, but you're surrounded by a bunch of golfers who are about as good as you are, who are yeah. all trying to get better, who are all about your age. So you can build some real camaraderie there and some tight bonds. But also, like, some of those bonds are going to be based on some like friendly, competitive energy. You know, so like, really be curious about how they do it and. And don't shy away from that. Don't like, you're going to be uncomfortable being out of your bubble, but try to resist the urge to like be in your bubble too much, you know, like just embrace the fact that you're going to be competing against your friends and sometimes they may be better than you, but like use that to fuel you forward. I think that's really important. And yeah, yeah. one one thing I thought was interesting too, Marty, is that um, of this uh, JT Poston, a PJ tour player, really wasn't sure he was going to be a BJ tour player until like the very, 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 very end of college. He said that 
sometimes a lot of college golfers fall into the temptation of thinking they need to completely reinvent their game in order to compete. Mm -hmm. You know, like, ah, oh, they look around, they see so many guys that are better than me. How, what do I do? I need to change my swing. I need to do this. I need to do that. And he says, don't, don't do that just try to improve what you have like make incremental little gains i thought that was really good advice yeah i really like that i think and i mean anybody could learn from that like that's probably the best way if your game is in a solid place yeah no need to tear it down um i would yeah. also say there's some other things outside of golf that you can do to kind of prep yourself going into it and i don't know if you found any tips that you from players or your own experience that were helpful. But when I talked to coaches, the funniest thing was that they all suggested starting to do your own laundry, cook for yourself a few times a week, and like really learn to be self-sufficient before you go into college so that huh. it's not nearly as much of this like big learning curve when you get in. Because you know, it's going to be hard when you're traveling to balance doing laundry and going to the cafeteria or if the cafeteria is closed because you have odd practice hours um, and balancing going to class and like getting yourself up in the morning and being, you know, self-reliant. Like there are certain things you can practice before you get into school. And that was one of them. That's really interesting. I hadn't heard that one. Makes sense. Um, uh, uh, one thing that I thought was interesting was from John Rahm, who was like, it's it's funny some you know some pros they they, they like don't want to talk about much because they know they're going to be asked about like live or some headache you know political thing they don't want to get involved with. but then when you go up to them and ask them about like advice for college golfers they're like more than eager to talk they love talking yeah. about that stuff um and john Rahm was one of them and one his two big pieces of advice he was like i know it's gonna suck but embrace morning classes, like try to get as many morning classes as you can. I know you're not going to like waking up early. There are going to be times when you don't want to wake up early, but yeah. once you like load up on those morning classes, you can be done by the time noon happens, you're free at practice. He said he always, he said, even though he didn't like doing morning classes, often loading up on morning classes helped him like have almost no classes on a Friday. So he could spend Friday yeah. to sleep in then or to use that time for practice and gym stuff then because he would be willing to make those sacrifices of waking up at 8 a.m. on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, that kind of thing. Um, which 8 a.m. for a college kid was like 4 a.m. in regular human time. So, sure. <laughs> so I just thought that was interesting. A good piece of tactical advice to, to take to heart. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, my own personal experience, the one advice I would give to anyone that's going into college athletics is to not feel like you need to take too many courses your first year, like your first semester, right? Like it's already going to be hard enough. Don't be trying to like beat the clock already. You know, there's going to be time you could take summer classes. You can load up a little bit later once you've already kind of gotten your foot footwork or your footing, right? Like once you're kind of settled into the college life, but there's going to be so much to balance that I remember, I think I took like something like 18 credits or something like that, like my first semester and I was just drowning. drowning uh, yeah. So I would absolutely, or I don't even know what the proper term anymore is if it's credits or hours or whatever, but yeah, it was, um, it was a lot. So I would yeah. recommend anyone just do the not bare minimum, but you know, 
yeah like pick your spots right like manage your time that's going to be where your like bread is buttered for lack of a better word right you're going to learn you're going to grow it's okay to be uncomfortable um and you'll get through it you know and you're going to look back on it and be like wow what a great time so yeah maddie just well first of all everyone should check out the golf digest october november issue because maddie worked really hard on this thing and it turned out awesome so maddie congrats uh and hopefully all you guys out there find this helpful yeah and also a great cover star on it so that's right rose what a good golf swing oh the best 